This is the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. Join Paul as he chats with today's green industry experts and leaders about how to build a successful business and live a purposeful life. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. Well, a warm welcome from the beautiful state of Georgia. I'm Paul Jamison on the Green Industry Podcast. Super pumped up. I joined today with Mr. Producer on the other side of the takeout window there, and uh, we are going to chat. Well, I guess I'm going to chat. Are you going to enjoy today, Marty? Maybe. He's uh, a little shy, but uh, showing it uh, work without Mr. Producer. But uh, we're going to talk about the importance of margin. This is something that I have been learning the hard way, the school of hard knocks, if you will, about how necessary margin is in our finances, in our business, in our relationships, in every area of our life, in our scheduling, in our time management. Uh, We're going to get into the nitty gritty of that. Uh, Before we do, let's uh, thank some of the folks who have been leaving these reviews in iTunes as requested. I definitely appreciate it. TurfWorks says... Highly recommended. I appreciate that. He says, very informative and entertaining, easy to relate and feel like part of the conversation. We appreciate you, Turf Works. How about my boy from Ohio, So Low Cuts Landscaping? A good old Ohio friend right there says, I always find myself looking for something to listen to while I'm working. And you know what? The the reason I made this podcast years ago, I really started uh, diving into podcast as a consumer is just listening to podcasts. I love listening to podcasts and also audiobooks. And one frustration that I had, and I'm I've listened. I'm going to do a whole show personally on what I listen to, podcast wise, audiobook wise. Well, you know, some good ones, some ones that are uh, mediocre. But the frustration inside of me is I would just digest business book after business book. You know, listening to it audiobook style and. Um, podcast after podcast after podcast, and it was good, and I still get so many takeaways from the podcast I listen to, but there wasn't really anything niched down to my specific life in regards to I own a lawn care company, I'm uh, doing a lot more landscaping, and I just wanted something so detailed and so specific about what I actually do because just overall general business advice is definitely uh, worthwhile and I digest and I intake that, but a lot of it's just kind of fluff or like, yeah, I already know that. And like, I'm just my personality. I'm like, well, just give me like exactly what I want to hear. And so that's in part why I made the podcast show, uh, the green industry podcast. Cause I was like, well, there's not really anything specifically what I'm looking for out there um, to my knowledge or to exactly what I'm, I'm, mean, there's some other shows out there. Um, I got some friends, uh, Julio Tomei up in Canada. I know he's uh, got a show and uh, Stan Genetic years ago had a show and then he stopped. And, um, you know, my friend Brian Rings, real inconsistent. Ring a ding, I love you, but <laughs> podcasting consistency. And then my friend Blake Albertson, BNB, who we'll have on the show, he called me one day. Um, I was at the airport and I talked to him for like an hour. He's all pumped up to start his podcast. I think he's had one episode. So I'm not putting down anyone else, but I'm saying I wanted to listen to something that was, you know, consistent and just good stuff. And so I was like, well, you know what? I'll just make the show and I'll try my best to get the uh, interviews on and uh, just go for it. And so this, uh, the reason I say all that and um, <laughs> what's that? Mr. Producer says, what are you going to talk about the importance of margin? Give me one minute, man. Give me one minute. This is what happens when I have too much coffee. I get off on these side tangents. We'll get into the show here in just a moment. But no, this is, this review really um, blessed me because Solo says, I've always found myself looking for something to listen to while I'm working. And I agree with that. He says, whether I'm laying mulch or mowing a property, I have my earbuds in, me too. And then he says, 
What better to listen to than a podcast specifically for my profession? Paul brings on awesome guests to share their wisdom, and you also get some of Paul's great advice as well. Definitely give this podcast a listen. Uh, Paul's a super upbeat and super positive. You always find an awesome episode here. Thanks for all you do, Paul. Keep it up. Absolutely solo. That really meant a lot. And uh, I appreciate you guys who have been dropping these ratings and reviews in iTunes. It helps so much. And uh, keep them coming. It's going to help out with the show. But uh, that just meant a lot to me because that was my vision of why I created the show is people who are in the green industry to get just, you leave every episode and you're like, I learned something there. Whether it was, I hope there's, everything's kind of um, flavored in motivation and inspiration, but I'm not just here to be a cheerleader. Hey, let's go crush it. Woo. I mean, there's definitely some DNA to the show of that. And uh, I hope that when the show episode goes on and the, or finishes and the rock music kicks on, I mean, you're pumped up and you're ready to go crush it. But I also want to provide uh, revelation and wisdom that we can, you know, have some tangible, applicable uh, takeaways to each episode. And uh, that's really my goal. And I'm really excited uh, just the episodes that we have uh, around the corner uh, to just uh, keep cranking this out. All right. So without further ado, <laughs> Mr. Producer, let's get into the importance of margin. Uh, dictionary.com, not our sponsor today, but I did go to dictionary.com uh, to get the definition of margin. How about this? An amount allowed or available beyond what is actually necessary. That is one definition of margin. An amount allowed or available beyond what is necessary. Uh, how about this definition? A limiting condition capacity beyond or below which something ceases to exist desirable or is possible. And then we got a definition as a border or an edge. And so when I think about margin, I think about kind of the opposite of margin and that's the rat in a wheel. And my friend, way too many times in my life, I've been the rat in the wheel in my finances, in my relationships, in my schedule, in my business, just in my life in general. And that rat in the wheel, I mean, he's, you've probably seen the uh, video before, but the rat's going around this wheel and he's going so fast, but he's literally going absolutely nowhere. I mean, he would get just as much accomplished just sitting down, taking a nap, but he's running in that wheel. And the problem is when we become a rat in a wheel with our schedule, we just go, 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 go. There's no margin. It's really hard to live in our full destiny. But when we have that margin, when we have that space, what it does for me, when I'm not a rat in the wheel, but I actually have um, some, some space in between me and life, I have some space in my schedule, then it helps me to get the creative juices flowing. It helps me to be a visionary. It helps me to dream big. It helps me to keep my life uh, you know, on point, on target, going after my destiny. I've heard it said that the two most important days in our life is the day that we're born and the day that we realize why we were born. Have you realized why you were born? I mean, there's so many people that will live their whole life, die, and they, 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 they for all intents and purposes, wasted their life, didn't walk in their full calling, didn't walk in their full destiny. I was recently up at my, um, visited my 92-year-old grandpa in the nursing home and I, I spent all, you know, close to a week with my grandpa at the nursing home. I'd sleep at my parents, you know, at night, but basically most of the w- hours during the day, I would just go to the nursing home. And it was just, it was interesting to see these old people. They're just sitting there on the couch and 
I don't want to be in that nursing home one day and have regret. But while I'm healthy and, you know, active and here I'm in my 30s, I, I want to live my life to the fullest. But I can't do that when I get stuck in these ruts of running as a rat in the wheel with my schedule, with my finances. You ever rob Peter to pay Paul? You ever had so much just debt that it just suffocates you that it's just like the interest is working against us and it's just it's destroying our life? I've been in those uh, spots. Now, the discomfort of not having margin is what just puts a fire inside of my soul to want to create the margin. And I've had to make a lot of difficult decisions. I mean, I love broadcasting. I, today I'm, I'm making this uh, show right now. And uh, tonight, Mr. Producer, we're going to be making um, our inaugural uh, podcast, the Here We Go Brownies podcast. It's about uh, my favorite NFL football team, the Cleveland Browns. Of course, for um, uh, 12 hours, well, six hours today, six hours tomorrow, I'll be live on the radio here in Atlanta, um, you know, sharing to tens of thousands of people. And so I love, I have my broadcasting gig. And then I have my lawn care and landscaping business that I've been running five days a week, um, putting in full, full days, uh, especially here in the spring rush. But if I'm not careful, what happens is I bite off more than I can chew and I become that rat in a wheel. So one way that I've tried to create margin, and I've, I've realized I need margin in my life. I've realized the importance of the margin. But one way I've created margin is I've drawn a line in the sand and I said Saturdays is my day off. I was talking to a friend who um, owns a business and they're like, yeah, yeah, I know how that goes, but you end up working on Saturdays. And I looked at them and I was like, no, 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 no. Saturdays is my day off, no matter what. There's no reason. I- I've, I've drawn a line in the sand. It helps my health. It helps my emotions, my mentality, my every, every area of my life. When I have one day off a week where I can just decompress, I can take a deep breath, I can chill. I literally, I mean, some Saturdays I have an agenda, like I'm going to go to the lake or the mountains or go do something fun or hang out with a friend or whatever. But most Saturdays, it's my day off. I'm, I'm going to work harder than anyone. I mean, I'm going to work as hard as I can, I'll say that, on Sunday, which is my broadcasting day. I'm going to work as hard as I can Monday through Friday, which is my lawn care landscaping days. And if we get a rain out, I do, you know, broadcasting videos, podcasts. Uh, I, you know, I, I work even if it rains and if it's not raining. I'm out there in the field with my team. We're uh, crushing, you know, we're, we're, we're working as hard as we can on, on profitable jobs. So th- those are going to be in my schedule. I know when it's time to work and when it's time to work, I go to work. But I also realized I need to have margin in my schedule. And so that's why I set Saturday. And I'm not saying this is what you have to do. I'm not saying this is the, the strategy or blueprint that works for everyone. It can be different. I mean, some people like to have two days off a week. Um, Saturday and Sunday or whatever the days are, whatever. I mean, I've, I've heard the arguments either way. You should have one day off or you should have two days off. The, the point is, in my life, I've been that rat in the wheel. I, I, for years, I worked seven days a week, for years. And I was getting sick all the time. I was getting stressed out. I was double-minded. I was confused. I, was, I had all these dreams and, and destinies and, and desires and visions in my mind and in my heart, but I couldn't thir- thoroughly walk into uh, those realities of the things that I've, I've just burned with dreams inside of me because I was this rat in the wheel. 
And so that's when I realized that I had to make some changes in my life to create margin in my schedule. And by no means have I figured it all out or have a perfect schedule. Um, And in a previous episode, I talked about adjusting and pivoting and all of that. And I'm continuously, like literally every single week, I sit down and I make my goals for that week. And I'm continuously trying to calculate with where I want to go and the vision I have for my life, where, how do I arrange my schedule for each specific day and each specific week? And I mean, basically each week I'm reevaluating everything. And, uh, but at the end of the day for this season of my life, Saturdays is my day off, non-negotiable Saturdays. I'm recharging, I'm refocusing, I'm recalibrating everything. I'm, I'm really getting re-energized and refocused. Now, next I want to talk about the importance of having margin in our finances. I could certainly go deeper and deeper about margin in our schedule. And I'll probably do a whole show one day about time management and how I calculate and schedule each minute of each day and how much of a nerd I am about time management. But uh, I just, in this episode, I just want to kind of lay out the general broad view that it's important not to be a rat in the wheel with our schedule. We need to be intentional to make sure that there's margin in our schedule. Next, margin in our finances. And once again, <laughs> this is a whole another show for uh, another day when we can really, really dive deep into margin in our finances. I want to kind of give a, just a brief overview in this episode. I'm super excited. I got, I got a um, document that I have all the shows that I desire to produce one day. And I mean, there's, I basically have about my first 100 episodes mapped out and the majority of them are interviewing other folks. But then there's these episodes where I'll just come on solo and Mr. Producer, why don't you grab a mic, man? It's, it be, <laughs> you're so shy. Well, it's interesting. Cause I was just talking yesterday to my friend Zach and, uh, I was like, man, I, I love broadcasting. I love like public speaking, like put me in front of 500 people and I wish it was 5,000 in front of 5,000. I wish it was like 500,000. Like I get energy from a crowd and I, I don't uh, necessarily get nervous, but I, I, I guess I get a, uh, adrenaline and excitement, like speaking in front of crowd, like that's, it's awesome. It's like the bigger the crowd, the more excited and hyped I get. And uh, my friend Zach was like, he was like getting tense and nervous, just me talking about that. And he's like, I, oh my gosh, I'm terrified of public speaking. Um, but quite the opposite. He's a paramedic. So I was like, dude, I was like, I could not do the scenes that he tells me he walks into these horrific trauma, traumatic situations. I was like that. I could not handle that. I mean, I could not handle that. And, uh, so we just, we're just made opposite, but, uh, Mr. Producer, you are getting red in the cheeks. I'm not going to force you onto the show. I just, sometimes it's cool to have somebody, uh, to chime in here and there, but no, no pressure. We appreciate uh, all you do behind the scenes to um, get all this stuff edited and produced and uh, put out there into podcast land. So I digress as always. And the producer just snapped his fingers at me. Get back on track, Paul. Okay. The importance of margin in our finances. There's the times in my life where I have been a rat in a wheel financially and, and just stress anxiety, minor depression, just hopelessness because um, just there's so it seemed like the bills are just too much and the money coming in is too low. And it just seems like this difficulty never to get ahead. And there's several times in my life where I've had this focus and 
this uh, gazelle intensity. I remember in 2010, I went to this um, Dave Ramsey event here in Atlanta. My friend paid for it, and I didn't really, I didn't even know who Dave Ramsey was. He said, "Hey, uh, a whole bunch of my friends were going, and uh, my buddy's dad was the, um, he owned the Chick Fil A branch." So he's like, yeah, we can go to Chick-fil-A and we can get whatever we want. My dad's going to comp it all, you know. So we all go in there and get like – we probably ordered as many – I don't even know. But we ordered so many of them chicken sandwiches and waffle fries and milkshakes. And I mean we're just like, you know, all these dudes in our 20s just devouring Chick-fil-A. And then I was going to like try to skedaddle out of there and not have to go to this Dave Ramsey thing. Like what is that? I don't even know who he was. And um, anyway, I go and it was actually pretty good. And he, sh- and he shared this story about the gazelle. And the uh, cheetah is actually the fastest animal on the planet. But when the gazelle is being chased by the cheetah, the gazelle typically outruns the cheetah. And it, if they were in a 40-yard dash or, a, you know, a, a 5K, the cheetah would win every time. The cheetah's faster. But the gazelle, when it's running away from the cheetah, and this is on, I think, National Geographic or one of those shows, Discovery Channel or whatever, where... Because the gazelle's running for its life, it is uh, mentally focused on escaping because if it escapes the cheetah, it lives. If it doesn't, it gets eaten alive and dies. And because of that intensity, the gazelle will outrun the cheetah, even though the cheetah is faster than the gazelle. The gazelle's motivation is maybe another snack or another meal. The That's the cheetah's motivation. The gazelle's motivation is life or death. And I've had these moments where I've looked at the debt that I owe. I had, I have several different debts with these interest rates and I got, I just got mad. I got really, really, really mad. And I said, I'm getting out of debt. I'm, I'm paying off this stupid debt and I'm going to crush. I'm going to just punch it in the face until it's gone because I want to become wealthy. I want to have margin in my finances. I want to have wealth. And if I'm making all this money, but it's just going to paying off debt, it's prohibiting me from building wealth. And so the faster I can get the debt paid off and out of my life, then the income that I have coming in, um, you know, I can live, still live simple and frugally, but I can invest that money. And we can do a whole nother show on view interview, you know, investing experts in the mutual funds and real estate and the do's and don'ts. And there's so much out there in the investing world. But um, I want to be having the interest work for me. When you put, let's say you got a million dollars for easy, easy math in a mutual fund and the mutual fund goes up 10% that year, you just made $100,000. But when you got debt payments, even if you make the minimum payment, you got a 6% or 7% interest rate. The You barely even make it. The, 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 the um, interest is working against you. And you're barely even scratching the surface. You're making somebody else rich. They're making interest off us. So I've been in this season of my life where I don't have the financial margin that I want to have. I mean, I have a little bit of money. You know, I have a savings account for emergencies, but it's, it's purposely... It's purposely, painfully lower than I want it to be one day because I'm like, I'm gonna, just going to set up, set aside this amount of money in case there is an emergency. But all the extra money that I have coming in in this season of my life, I'm paying off all this debt. I'm getting it out of my life. 
My goal is by the time I'm, I'm 33 right now, by the time I'm 35, I don't have any debt on anything. I'm 100% debt free and I never want to go back into debt ever again. I'll just save up money in cash and buy whatever I want to buy. And so I've been in this intense season trying to create margin in my finances. I have a small little margin for the time being because I'm in this process of paying off this debt, but that discomfort is giving me this gazelle intensity to just knock the rest of this debt out of my life. And I have been so aggressive with it. I, I mean, I live as simply as I possibly can. I shop. I mean, I make folks, I, I make good, in my opinion, you know, I'm, I make good money. I mean, doing uh, lawn care and landscaping, I, 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 I want to make more, but that money, I, 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 you know, I, I pay myself out of my business checking account. And then I take that money and I'm paying off this stupid, stupid debt. And I'm living as simply as I possibly can. I mean, I, instead of shopping at Whole Foods uh, where I want to shop one day all the time because I, I love eating healthy and just having vibrant, vital, you know, vitality in my health, for the most part, I shop at the old Aldi's <laughs> where it's a lot cheaper. You save more money. And instead of, you know, living this, you know, living large, um, I'm living as simple. I mean, I am a nerd with my numbers. I'm living as simple as I can in this season to get this debt out of my life because I want margin one day in my finances. I want a big old margin in my finances. And uh, I don't want to be be a rat in a wheel uh, in my finances. So I, I, I go a little deep into that because I know what it's like to be a rat in a wheel in my schedule and to barely be able to breathe. And it's like, oh man, I got to get through today. And then the next day is like, oh, I got to get through today. And I, I had those moments where I drew the line in the sand. I said, never again. I'm having margin in my schedule. And I'm in process of creating that. And I have a long-term dream of what I want my schedule to be uh, one day. And I'm working towards that. And in my finances, I definitely have the frustration and the anxiety and the stress of the rat in the wheel. And I'm telling you, I have driven that line in the sand, drew that line in the sand. And my, I am going to explode with, I feel like I'm going to explode with this, this focused intensity and passion that, this debt that I have uh, currently in my life, it's going, going, gone, and it's never coming back. I am punching it until it is gone. And uh, that takes hard work, making as much money as I can, living on as little as I can, and that margin there, that extra money there, paying it off, and then bam, once it's gone, then that money I'm making, I no longer have to, to make payments. I can take that money and I can invest it. I can enjoy it. I can give it. I can build wealth with it. I can build margin with it. And so, you know, just because we don't have the margin we want now, that discomfort that we have by lacking the margin can give us motivation to go towards our goals um, to have the margin. So, Mr. Producer, how do we, we, we go on and on and on and on. And then I look out at the clock and it's time to wrap this show up. I still have all these notes of um, margin in our relationships, margin in our uh, spiritual walk. I'll, I'll just say one thing. Water, if you... You don't drink water when you're six or seven years old. I'm going to have two gallons of water today, and then I'm not going to drink water again until two years later. It doesn't work like that. You need, you know, we need to hydrate ourselves. We need to put water in our body on a daily basis. Or, I mean, I'm sure we could survive a few days without it, but basically the more, you know, we hydrate ourselves. I'm not a, I'm not a doctor. I don't know exactly how many ounces of water you need. There's so many different theories and opinions out there, but at the end of the day, we need to continuously put water in our bodies and in our relationships and our spiritual walk 
I mean, I'm, I'm a man of prayer. I like to pray. It's just not like, oh, I prayed on Sunday. I'm good. Like I need to pray every day. Lord, give me wisdom and strategy in my life, in my business. Guide me, lead me not into temptation today, but deliver me from the evil. I mean, I have these prayers. Bless me with the, the knowledge of your will and with wisdom and spiritual understanding. I have these prayers I need to pray daily. Just don't pray them once and then move on. And, and that's, that's, you know, touching the spiritual realm. In our relationships, we just don't, you know, we have to nourish our relationships. It takes intentionality. It takes time. It takes effort um, to create that margin in those relationships. We just can't be a rat in the wheel and just randomly stop by and, and give people, um, you know, we're on empty in our emotions and, and physical body and menta- in our uh, mental state. We want to give people our best when we have a, a you know, you, I'm thinking of a gas gauge being on full or close to full. We want to be filled up and pouring into others and um, creating and having that margin uh, in our relationships. And so I can go deep and um, I'm sure I can do some interviews with people in those categories that can help us uh, understand all that. But I hope you get what I'm saying is we need to be intentional with creating margin in our life because in any area of our life, when we get defeated and we get that rat in the wheel reality, it's, it's, it's dangerous. It's very, very dangerous. And I don't say that to come across as condemning or like, oh, I have it all figured out because I am in process in all of these areas um, in all of these areas in my life of creating more margin and the discomfort and the frustration I have of being that rat in the wheel really is the motivation and the inspiration of that gazelle intensity in my heart to create the, the, the proper margin in my schedule, my finances and my relationships in, in every area of my life. So I hope this has been helpful. Um, this is something that I'm super um, passionate about, if you can't tell. And that's something that has really been uh, challenging my life. So I appreciate you listening to the show today. Listen, um, I have an Instagram and I want to encourage you to follow me on Instagram. My handle is at Paul Jameson, P-A-U-L-J-A-M-I-S-O-N. And is how do you spell my name? Um, follow me there on Instagram. Uh, I'd love to. I, I post a story, you know, all day, every day. I uh, looked at my Instagram statistics and analytics or whatever uh, recently. And it says I spend 54 minutes a day on Instagram. <laughs> so I probably need to... Uh, uh, Mr. Producer's laughing. <laughs> what do you spend on? What do you do a day? You got to go under, yeah, you click on the Instagram and then up in the uh, settings. I don't even remember how I found it. But yeah, I showed it. It's like one day it was like 48, your average, 54. But uh, anyway, I probably need to scale that back a little bit and, and don't be scrolling through Instagram all day. That's not helping at the margin in my schedule. But uh, boys, follow me on the Instagram. I'd love to uh, connect with you there. Um, I just definitely, res- you know, do the DMs all day when people DM me. I try to respond back as quickly as I can, and then I post on the story and everything there. So, give me a follow on Instagram at Paul Jamison. I'm on the Facebook too. Same thing, Paul Jamison. I do a lot of Facebook as well. If you want to uh, hang out with me there. All right, thanks for listening to the show, Mr. Producer. Cue that music as you always do. There you go. Thanks for listening to the show, guys. <laughs>